Welcome to How's the Market, our weekly real-time look at what's happening in the U.S. housing market, powered by data from Altos Research. We talk here about the latest data, and if you want to see all the charts, all the inventory, prices, supply and demand that we reference in the show, head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Altos Research, and enjoy the data. Available inventory of single-family homes for sale rose another 1.2% this week. Even though that's a slight deceleration from the last few weeks when inventory was climbing nearly 2% per week, this is all happening late in the year, and it doesn't appear to have topped out yet. The total number of unsold homes on the market will keep climbing probably for the rest of October on the same, roughly the same schedule as last year. This is an obvious indication of slower buyer demand in the face of dramatically higher interest rates. Uh, we got some encouraging inflation news on Thursday. Inflation is cooling at a pace where maybe the Fed can finally stop raising interest rates. So perhaps mortgage rate pressures will be lighter in the coming weeks. It's common now to hear 8% mortgage rates being quoted to potential homebuyers. And for many people in the market, it is really easy for them to take a wait-and-see attitude. Fewer offers are being made, and so inventory builds. It is always important to note that um, none of the inventory increases right now is from a surge of sellers. That means even as buyer demand slows down again, uh, the sellers are holding back too. So home prices are actually facing only light downward pressure, but we are seeing some downward pressure on prices now. This is a similar phenomenon as late last year. The The market changed in the first half of 2023 and is changing again. And that's why at Altos Research, we track every home for sale in the country every week. We track all the pricing, all the supply and demand, all the changes in that data. And we do so so that you can see it immediately, so that we make that data available to you be far before you see it in the traditional headlines. I'm Mike Simonson. I'm the founder of Altos Research, and let's look at those signals as we start the fourth quarter of 2023. There are now 535,000 single-family homes on the market. That's an increase in 1.2, 1.3% from last week. As mortgage rates have continued to climb, most potential home buyers They've really had no choice but to sit on the sidelines in the last couple of months. And in this chart, you can see the dark red line is climbing each week. Uh, there are 5% fewer homes on the market now than last year at this time, but inventory is climbing faster now than it was then. Uh, in a few weeks, we could have more homes on the market than last year. It'll be about the same, but it could, be, it could cross higher. Uh, inventory continues to build faster than last year at this time, right? Which is uh, not surprising given the multi-decade high of the cost of money. But it is surprising compared to the first half of this year. For the first six months, the theme was really because there were fewer sellers, very few sellers, the, the market actually had more buyers than sellers in the first half of 2023. The second half of the year, especially in the last six weeks, that story has changed. And in most of the country, inventory is building each week despite being late in the season. So normally this time of year, the market has crested and inventory is falling, but not last year and not this year. So in September, both years, mortgage rates spiked the cost of loans. So as I mentioned, there's not a surge of sellers. 
And I point this out because if you're expecting a crash in home prices, you really need both sellers surging and buyers fleeing. This week, there were only 68,000 single-family homes listed, newly listed this week. 11,000 of those went into contract immediately, 57,000 still there. So that's 25% fewer sellers, for example, than 2021. 25% fewer sellers. And when we look at the sales happening now, we uh, there are only 340,000 single-family homes in the contract pending stage with 56,000 new contracts on single-family homes this week. That's 11% fewer than last year this time. When we are here, we're, we're looking at the total count of those homes in contract at any given point. At the far right end of the chart, you can see the steady decline in the number of home sales happening. The light portion of the bar is that, that count of new sales for that given week, newly into contract. Uh, last year at this time, in the middle of the chart, was when the brakes were really slammed on. And so the total number of pending sales each week was dropping dramatically uh, from that pandemic peak to the, this crazy new post-pandemic era. There are 37, or 30% fewer homes in contract now than during the pandemic peaks a couple of years ago. It's like 6 million home sales a year, down to 4 million home sales a year. That kind of pace. And there is no sign in the data yet of that pace recovering. Maybe next year before there's opportunity for that pace to start to grow again. No sign in the data yet. Uh, what's notable is this was the moment last year that when sales started grinding to a halt. And because it was such a dramatic slowdown then, this week, the, the new pendings, this week is only 4% fewer now than then. So 58,000 last year at the end of September and, and 56,000 this week. So just 4% fewer. In this view, I'm showing just the, those new sales each week. The dark red line is this year versus the light red line last year. Notice how earlier this year, the sales pace almost got ahead of last year. Uh, we could feel that demand at the time, but then rates, rates surged over 7% and the pace slowed again. And the dark red line showing this year's sales pace fell below the light red line. Uh, it's the end of the season now, so that sales pace will keep slowing until January. Uh, that's why it's next year, really, before we have an opportunity for the sales pace to pick up this ultra-low 4 million annual pace. Uh, in fact, the headlines could go below 4 million soon, under 4 million. Uh, the pace of sales is not always a measure of demand. Much of this year, we had a supply-constrained market, so we had more buyers and sellers. If we'd had more homes for sale, we'd have had more home sales. But that's no longer true this fall. So this, this sales slowdown right now is a demand slowdown. Uh, and that, of course, is why price reductions are still accelerating. So it's not uncommon to see more price reductions this time of year, right? As homes are still on the market, taking discounts to move before the holidays, for example. Uh, but this year, the pace of those discounts is accelerating. There's a strong signal, it's a real strong signal, that, that buyers are staying on the sidelines. And as of this week, 37.5% of the homes on the market have taken a price cut from their original list price. Uh, when a house lists for sale and there are no offers, right, it sits for a few weeks, that's when it's time to cut your price. And normally, about a third of sellers go through that process. 
of course, you know, like when was the last time we had a normal market? But normally about 30 or 35 percent of the homes on the market take a price cut before they sell. And now there's more than that. Thirty seven and a half percent have had to take cut prices. That means more sellers were surprised by weak demand. And it's a very clear signal for like it's a clear signal about demand. And it's it's growing bearish for future home sales prices. Uh, these are homes that are on the market now. They take price cuts September, October, and then finally they get an offer. So it's it's at that discount, and the sale those sales will close in November and December. So this stat here is really future bearish for for the future sales prices that happen at the end of the year, the transactions that close at the end of the year. In this chart, the dark red line is the curve of prices uh, of price reductions for single family homes on the market this year. Early this year, that curve was sloping downward quickly as by the buyers surprised us. Uh, for the first half of the year, there were more buyers and sellers. But as I said, that changed when mortgage rates jumped over 7 7.5%. And so there are more price cuts now than normal. Last year at this time, there were over 40% had taken a price cut, 41%. And that's last year, that, that's the light red line here. And so there are now uh, more price cuts now than any recent year, except for last year. Home prices are staying at or just above where they were last year at this time. The median price of all single-family homes in America is now $440,000. That's unchanged from last week, and it's about 1% higher than last year at this time. Uh, when we look at the leading indicator of the new listings prices, each week we can see that that number keeps coming in just at or above last year at this time, too. So $395,000 for the new listings median price this week, and it's 1.4% higher than the cohort from last year at this time, at the end of September. Uh, as I said earlier, that, that looks bearish. You know, there, it looks bearish for home prices, uh, for sales prices, based on the weak demand now, right? And, and last year at this moment, though, it was actually more bearish. So there are 37.5% of homes now with price cuts. Last year, it was 41%. Uh, so what this is telling us is that even though there is downward pressure on prices now, it was more downward pressure. We're, we're still end up over 2022. So last year, there was more downward pressure. We're still, we'll still end the year up over, over last year. 8% mortgage rates are a new variable to home buyers, And if rates stay higher for longer, that'll impact the 2024 outlook for home price appreciation for sure. As of right now, the data is pretty clear. Inventory is growing to about the same level as last year ended. And prices will end 2023 a little higher or about the same, a little higher than 2022. Uh, we're starting to look to January for the next big trend changes. There's so much signal in the active market and these conditions change so quickly as we discovered over the last few weeks in this post-pandemic world. If you need to help buyers and sellers understand the housing market, then help them make decisions. Go to altosresearch.com book a free consult with our team. We will help you know how to talk to the market about what's going on out there with your buyers and sellers, your clients and prospects today. There's a link in the description below to click through, join us at Altos Research. Just book a free consult with our team and we'll look at your local market. Thanks everybody.